Lord Bloodraw's Nerve Rackin' Auditorium is made possible by Lord Bloodraw's Patreon supporters. Information at patreon.com slash lordbloodraw. Ah, I'm so glad you're here. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Lord Bloodraw. I host horror and science fiction films on my TV series, Lord Bloodraw's Nerve Rackin' Theater, but here in this cool, intimate darkness. I'll be presenting tales of horror and the uncanny solely for you, alone. In this auditorium within your mind, you will coalesce the settings and the players from the ether of your imagination. Your terror will be your own creation. This is the sorcery of sound. The subtle magic of old-time radio horror. horror. at the door. You will not need them. This is Lord Bloodraw's Nerve Rackin' Auditorium. Human creativity and ingenuity can be truly astounding. From the simplest schemes to the most elaborate machinations, the human mind has created uncounted and magnificently unique ways to kill. Extinguishing life has been a preoccupation of humans ever since humans have been on the earth. And some, some rare and uncommon individuals have developed this killing impulse into an art form. Unsatisfied with the blunt and messy business of simple murder, they accomplish the deed with care, planning, and elegant efficiency. Tonight's tale is about such a person. From lights out comes the tale, Murder Castle.
But before we begin, Frank Martin with a question. You know that without food, you couldn't live. And without enough vitamins and minerals in your food, you may feel only half alive. If that's how it is with you, if you're losing weight, losing your pep and ambition, and if vitamin B1 and iron shortage is what's to blame, then listen. Ironized yeast tablets give you both vital substances, vitamin B1 plus iron. Today, ever so many people who were short on these substances tell how ironized yeast helped them regain glorious pep and strength and needed pounds so now they can really enjoy life again. Remember that name, ironized yeast tablets. And now, fight out, everybody. I tell you, Captain, it don't make sense. We picked her up walking down the street saying the same thing over and over again. Well, she's as goofy as they come, I tell you. Listen to her yourself. Revenge, 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 revenge. Yeah, listen to her, Captain. Over and over again. Such a young and pretty girl. What could have driven her out of her mind like that, I ask you? Revenge, 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 revenge. Looking for a Mr. Henry Stewart, if you please. Oh, oh, you mean about the advertisement? Yes, that's right. I got here as soon as I could. That's all right, that's all right. As long as you got here, that's all that matters. Come in, come in. Oh, thank you. Uh, just uh, put your suitcase down there. It'll be all right. Thank you. Now, if you come right this way. Thank you. Just step in here, Miss... Uh... Malone. Ella Malone. Oh, yes, of course, Miss Malone. Now, then, you'll have a chair, please. Thank you. Ah, there we are. Now, then, Miss Malone, uh, to be perfectly frank with you, I wasn't quite expecting you today. Oh, I'm truly sorry, Mr. Stewart. But, you see, I I took the wrong train, and I... Well, I had the hardest time finding the house. I do hope you'll forgive me. Of course, of course. Don't give it another thought. Promptness may be a virtue, but we all can't be virtuous, now can we? (laughs) Now, then, um... You're here in answer to my advertisement. Yes, sir. You wrote me. Oh, yes, yes, of course. You're the young lady from... Uh... Uh, from Cranesville. Oh, yes, Cranesville. Uh, you uh, have my letter with you? Oh, yes, sir. Right here, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now then, uh, your friends know you came here, of course. There's no one very much interested, Mr. Stewart. Oh, oh, oh. oh come now. A pretty young girl like you, no young bows, and so on, so on. No, sir, there's no one... I mean, sir, you can depend on me to give all my attention to my work. Very commendable. Very commendable indeed. My work, as I wrote you, is entirely confidential. My philanthropies are, to a great extent, entirely sub No fuss, no feathers. You understand what I mean? Oh, yes, sir. As my secretary, my affairs will be entirely in your hands. My checking account, my finances, and so on, so on. Entirely in your care. I understand, sir. It's uh, quite a responsibility, and uh, you're quite a young woman... And as I wrote you, the bank. Oh, oh, yes, sir, I understand. The bond, I bought the money for it, $300. Uh-huh. I've got it right here, sir. Oh, fine, fine. That's very businesslike, indeed. Uh, I'll give you a receipt, and there we'll be. Uh, 
Mr. Stewart. Yes? Oh, my pen. Oh, oh yes, here we are. Uh, my money. Uh, will I get it back from the bank any time I leave your employ? I mean, when you want me to? Hmm? Oh, uh, yes, of course, of course. Uh, now then, here we are. Received of Miss Nellie Malone. Ella. Of course, Ella. Memory isn't quite what it used to be. <laughs> That's why I need a good secretary. I'm very good at remembering things. Oh, you are, you are. Now then, uh, we are. Guess this receipt is in good order. Received of Miss Ella Malone, $300 to be deposited with the Merchants Bank as surety bond and to be returned to said Ella Malone upon request. There's my signature. How then, how's that? I'm sure that'll do very well, sir. <laughs> now uh, then... Uh, <clears throat> You have got my receipt, but I... Uh... Oh, oh, I beg your pardon. <laughs> not at all, not at all. Oh, I am sorry. Oh, well, I understand the excitement of your trip. Here it is, Mr. Stewart. You see, I had it already in an envelope. Now, if you're open... Oh, no, no, not at all, not at all. Bank can do that when I send it to them in the morning. Now, uh, just put your purse down there, and I'll show you through your new home. Yes, Mr. Stewart. Now, we'll go right up these stairs. Yes, find I have quite a place here. Three stories high, and every inch of it my own design. Rather dark. Oh, oh careful now, careful. Oh, I'm all right. <laughs> Mustn't hurt yourself. Hardly the way to start a new job. Oh, it? No. <laughs> oh, now then, here we are. Got a nice room for you, very nice. Fact of the matter is, you can choose any room on this floor. But, Mrs. Stewart, your daughter's... Daughter's? Yes, won't they object? You said anything. Oh, yes, yes, my daughters. I did write to you about them, didn't I? Yes, you did. Uh, well, never mind about them. They're upstairs studying. Now, right here. I suggest that you take this room, at least for the night. Whatever you say, Mrs. Stewart. There's a light on here. There we are. Nice, isn't it? I, I, I've never had such a large room... If you've got one a little smaller... On the contrary, my dear Miss Malone, you'll find this one small enough. Perhaps a little too small. <laughs> yes, indeed. Entirely too small. But, Mr. Stewart... Locking the door. Mr. Stewart, why did you... Mr. Stewart, why did you lock the door? Mr. Stewart! Mr. Stewart, why did you shut me in here? Mr. Stewart, please. Please answer me. Mr. Stewart, please let me out of here. Miss Norris, there's no doubt in my mind at all that you're the very person I want to employ as my housekeeper. I'm very glad to hear that, Mr. Stewart. Of course, the matter of being housekeeper of a place as large as mine calls for definite qualities, you understand, of course. I'll just do my best, sir. Well, one certainly can't ask for more than that, no, indeed. Your wife, maybe she'd like to talk to me? My wife? Oh, yes, of course, I wrote you about my wife, didn't I? Yes, sir. Uh, well, my wife is out shopping. As soon as she returns, you will meet her. I'm sure she'll find your recommendations as satisfactory as I did. Make me very happy. I've always wanted to work in a fine house. Uh, now, uh, about money. Oh, any salary you want to pay me, Mr. Judy, it's, it's all right. I just want a chance to show you how good I can do your work. Very commendable, yes, indeed. Very commendable. But uh, we must agree on a salary. I'm the sort of man who has respect for money and expects a similar respect in others. Oh, yes, and speaking of money, you'll be wanting to open a new bank account, I suppose. 
bank account? Yes, it's my principle that everyone employed by me should have a savings account. Bill's character. I'll open an account for you in the morning. You can transfer any other bank accounts you have back in your hometown up to my bank. Convenience, you know. Oh, no, sir. I haven't got that. Hmm? I haven't any money in the bank back home. I, I took it all out. Oh, oh. It wasn't much anywhere. What was left of father's insurance money after my mother died. Oh, yes, yes. Um, well, now then, supposing you leave all your things here and uh, we'll go look over the house, hmm? That'll be very nice. Hmm. Yeah, uh, right through this door. I'd be glad to be working in such a big house. Right this way. Oh, yes, yes, quite an establishment here. Designed it all myself. I work hard, Mr. Stewart. Oh, yes, yes, I'm certain you will. Now then, right down these stairs. I'll uh, show you everything downstairs first. You have a washing machine? Huh? Oh, yes, 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 everything modern, everything convenient. High, wide basement. There you are. Now, watch yourself. It's uh, just a little dark down here this time of day. Oh, it is a big basement, all right. But hang up plenty of washing down here. Oh, yes, yes, indeed. Now, if you'll just come this way. You, you building something down here? Building? Oh, yes, yes, indeed. Always building, always changing, always remodeling, changing, changing, changing. My hobby, always changing things. Hard to keep clean. Now, now, don't you worry about that. Everything will be cleaned up in short order. Bags of sand and concrete, concrete mixer, everything will be out of the way. It won't bother you at all. No, not at all. <laughs> All right, this way. You, you're making more room? Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. With nice, clean, concrete floors. Here. Look at this one. Kind of dark. Oh, come on, come on. Get closer. All my own work. You see, the floor is still wet. I like concrete, don't you? Yes, it is clean. Yes. Covers everything. You know how deep that concrete is? Three feet deep. Yes, ma'am, three feet deep. And I just poured it an hour before you honored me with your presence. Three feet. That'll make a mighty thick slab of stone, won't it, Miss Nord? Thick enough to cover you. Oh. Ah, yes, indeed. But this to the point of the jaw is still a most effective, soporific. Uh, well, you're quite a light woman, my dear Miss Nord. Up you go, and in you go. Face down. What an unusual bed you lie in, Miss Nord. Sinking down and down and down. And the concrete will harden. And I... Uh, I guess I will have to get myself a new housekeeper. I'll be there, I'll be there, I'll be there. Yes, yes, what is it? Is, is Mr. Stewart in? Oh, yes, 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 indeed. Won't you come in? I'm Mr. Stewart. 
Thank you. Uh, you're answering in regard to... Uh... Mr. Terry, your position. You wrote me a letter. Oh, yes, 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 indeed. Uh, won't you step in here, please? Thank you. Uh, you sit there, I'll sit here. We'll get better acquainted. Put your suitcase down there in the place, George. Now then, I'm afraid I didn't quite get your name. Ray. Betty Ray. You wrote me. Oh, yes, of course. I remember you distinctly. Uh, now then, you have my letter to you just to sort of refresh my memory on the circumstances, don't you know? Oh. Well, I'm sorry. Eh? I didn't bring it with me. Oh. Well, then, suppose you tell me a little more about yourself uh, and all that's happened. Now then, Father, see you off the train, I suppose. Oh, no, sir. It's, it's the way I wrote you, Mr. Stewart. I, I'm quite alone. Oh, yes. Well, but, uh... First, there's the matter of the surety bond. I wrote to you about that, didn't I? Yes. Yes, you did. Ah, yes, I felt quite certain of that. Mr. Stewart, I was wondering... Yes? Have you had many secretaries? Why do you ask that? I want to know. Why do you ask that question? And what happens to them after you hire them? Tell me, what happens to them? Young woman, just who are you? My name is Betty Malone. Malone? Betty Malone. My sister Ella came here a month ago about a job. And I want to know where she is. Do you hear me? I want to know where she is. I, I don't think I quite know what you're talking about. Why do you lie to me? Why do you lie to me? She was here. She was. Oh, then what makes you so sure? A letter you wrote her. The first one. I waited a whole month, and then I came here. And as soon as I saw you, I thought something was wrong. And now I know there is. My sister Ella, where is she? You've got to tell me. What if I tell you again that I don't know what you're talking about? I, I'll go to the police. They'll make you tell the truth. I know she came here. I know she did. <laughs> Why do you laugh? Why? Because you're being a very foolish young lady. Very foolish indeed. There's no need to get excited. <laughs> of course your sister's here. And very happy, too. She... She's here? Yes, yes. And very happy, too. So then take me to her. Please take me to her. All right, all right. No need to get excited. Of course I'll take you to her. <laughs> I intended to all along. I was just having a little joke with you. <laughs> is she all right? Is she all right? Of course, of course. Now then, come right along with me. Come right along with me. She's right up there. She's been with me for over a month. Why didn't she write? Why didn't she tell me? Now then, right down this hall, and you can ask her that for yourself. This, this isn't a trick, is it? My dear young lady, <laughs> you have easily the most suspicious mind of anyone I've ever met. Why, I'm quite a helpless old man, and you always have recourse, as you put it, to the police. <laughs> oh, yeah, right in this room. Well, go right in. All right. <coughs> Wait, it's locked. Well, lock on the door, and she'll open it for you. Ella? Ella, it's Betty. Let me in, darling, it's Betty. What do you know? Ella, please, it's Betty, your sister Betty. Well, now, she certainly is a tight sleeper. But she can't be sleeping. Open the door. Please open the door. All right, all right. No reason to get excited. Oh, quickly, open the door. Quickly. Oh, now, don't excite yourself needlessly. I'll go ahead. You open the door. Ella, it's Betty. Ella, what? Now then, my dear Betty, we understand each other clearly, don't we? Stella. Dead. Nothing like a complete understanding now, is there? Stella. Dead. Oh, it wasn't so difficult. I shut the door, sealed it, and 
Nature took care of the rest. Death? She died quite easily. Much easier than others. Why? You mean, why do I do it? It's a very simple explanation, young woman. This is my business. Yes, yes, my business. Some men make their fortunes in stocks, some bonds, some in business. And this is my business. Why? 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 Why is any business conducted? Profit, my dear. And I've made quite a neat little profit. Oh, yes. And a very safe one, too. Yes, and you're the very first to come wandering about looking for one of my uh, customers. The first. And I assure you, the last. Oh, yes. Thirty women have come in my front door. Thirty-one, including you and Ella. Uh, come on along. No. I'll tell you all about them. You'll find it most instructive. Yes, indeed. Now, come. Don't, don't hold my arm. Oh, but I must. These corridors, they twist and turn. Oh, yes, it's best I hold your arm. Get lost easily around this house. <laughs> my most interesting house. Where are you taking me? Ah, yes, there were 30 before you. Most interesting array. I used to read the want ads in small town papers, and then I'd write letters. Oh, most interesting letters. I needed a secretary, a housekeeper, nurse. Excellent salary. Unusual accommodation. Oh, how I knew this had happened. Indeed. And they brought all their worldly belongings with them, generally in a suitcase. Little here, little there. Why should it be most profitable? Now, in this room, for example... No. No, don't open that door. No. Perhaps it would be better not to. The one in here came to be my housekeeper. Oh, let me see. How long ago was it? Oh, well, no matter. She came as a housekeeper, and after she went into a uh, retirement in that room... I found in her suitcase such interesting bonds. Why, I tell you, my eyes fairly popped right in my head. Oh, yes. It's the uncertainty that makes my little business so very fascinating. Kill 30 women. Now, let's go down a little way now, down here. Don't make me pull you along. Kill 30 women. It wasn't difficult. Most women are such fools, anxious to believe what they want to believe. I'm here for life, and you gave them death. Ah, you're the smart one. That's why I'm even bothering showing you my work. I never did the others. And showing you around won't do harm. You won't be talking long. Thirty women died. Now, in this room... Oh, uh, let me open it and show you. No. No, don't make me look. No, please don't. No. Oh, you see? There's no reason for excitement. Just an empty room. Uh, that's what she thought when she went in here. Then I pressed this button, so... <laughs> and the floor flopped open as she stood on it, and down she went. Down, down, down. Guess into what? pit of lime. Oh, oh, yes, I tried out so many different ways of killing them. You wonder why they'll never find me out? Well, I'll tell you why. Because I'm much too smart for all of them. Oh, not perfect crimes. No, nothing infantile, but just cleverness in choosing the women I do my business with and an equal cleverness in doing away with them. Yes, indeed. Now then, what was I telling you? Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. I shall never get me. I was seeing you. It's done things in my head. No corpus delicti. And if there is one, no evidence of violence. Ah, there, that's the secret. Were you very frightened, sister? Pearl of quicklime, there's no corpus delecti, for that I can tell you. <laughs> Not when you bury them in a slab of concrete. Ah, yes, that's the secret. I could only have been with you, little sister. Now, this room, let me show it to you. I, I think this will be your room, my dear. Oh, very frightened. See the door? Airtight. Airtight, yes, indeed. I'll open it. <coughs> the room. Amazing sight, isn't it? No doors, no windows. I could have helped you, Ella. I'll shut you up inside the room, and then I'll close the door and press this button here like this. You hear that, little one? You hear that? Pumping, pumping, pumping. And guess what is pumping? Down right down my hair. You hear me? Pumping the air out of the room. Yes, that's clever, isn't it? <laughs> you breathe, and 
there'll be nothing there to breathe, and then you'll die. And if the police do find your body, no mark of violence, nothing but asphyxiation. A most mysterious death, they'll say. In time, they'll decide it's all quite natural, embolism, heart attack. Oh, they'll think up a fancy name to clear their files. Yes, indeed, they always do. It isn't right for him to live with the Now, first, off with the pump. Now, my dear, I think you'd better step inside. Quickly now, so I can close the door and go about my other work. Quickly, I tell you. No, wait. Wait, wait for what? I want to give you something. What can you give me that doesn't belong to me already? This. Gun. Get in there. Get in that room. Gun. You had a gun in your purse all the time. My father. I brought it for the man who... Ella. Get in there. No, 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 no. What is it? Get in there. I'll press the trigger. Get in there. I'll kill you. No, no, don't. Get in there. Don't. Get I'm an old harmless man. I was only fooling. I wouldn't hurt you for the world. Revenge. It's like to revenge, isn't it, Ella? He said to press this button, Ella. The pump. It's running, Ella. Listen to it. It's killing him the way he killed you. It's right to revenge, isn't it, little sister? Fight to revenge. 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 your incredulous expression that you find our story tonight, though entertaining, unbelievable. You don't think such a man or such a place could exist. If this is your opinion, I would invite you to look up at your earliest convenience one H. H. 
Holmes. He owned a building in Chicago in the 1890s, which he converted to a hotel, complete with airtight rooms with complimentary gas pipe, soundproofing, and chutes that dropped guests straight into the basement, where he would dissect them to sell off their organs on the black market to medical colleges. So, you see, truth is deadlier than fiction. Thank you for joining me in the Nerve Rackin' Auditorium, and I hope you'll come again. But now it's time for you to rejoin the, uh, real world. I am Lord Bloodraw, and I'll be waiting here for you in the shadows of your mind until the next time you seek the darkness. Good night.